to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. from the Community Church of God. And I am Pastor Vince Haney from Rhema Word of Faith Empowerment Ministries, the Word Church. Oh, welcome again to another exciting broadcast of Faith on Fire. Hey, we've been speaking on the subject of uh, biblical meditation, not the subject. It's one of the keys of the kingdom. And a lot of Christians haven't caught the revelation of biblical meditation. And we just want to, we're here, like Paul said, to stir you up. You probably heard this, but you know, like Richard said the other day, we leak. So you, we got to be stirred up. And Paul said, I, I came to remind you by stirring you up. So we want to stir up this gift that's in the inside of you because God say he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. You know, and it isn't just God's word. It's everything we forget. Yeah, I mean, we, we just forget stuff. If we don't hear it over and over, they do this with commercials all the time. They, right. they know they have Repetition. to feed you that commercial over and over, else you will just forget them. And it's interesting because Jesus said man should not live by bread alone, but by every word. He, I mean, he wants us to constantly hear his word constantly. In Romans ten seventeen, it says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. You have to hear the word of God. You have to be basically exposed to the word of God continually steadfast jesus say if you continue in my word and then are you to my disciples indeed and you shall know the truth and the truth is that you're free you got to be exposed to the word on a daily shoot almost on an hourly for myself i say minute by minute yeah minute by minute that's we're, the doobies, we're to right? follow the spirit right you know, we're not to follow the law. The law has no more hold over us. Right, we right. Are, so that's why Paul writes to the Romans. He says, so I say to you, live by the spirit. If we're going to live by the spirit, we've got to be thinking about what's the spirit leading me into every well, second the of Jesus, every day. Jesus gave us a definition of that in John chapter 6. He says, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. He said, first he said, walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. He said that over in the other John. But he said... It is the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. If we walk in the spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Then he said his word are spirit in our life. So another way of walking in the spirit is walking by the word, the word of God. And you got to meditate on it before so it'll come alive in you because it's living and it's alive in you. And just before we started, I was led to the scripture. I opened up my Bible and it's a truth. And it's part of meditation too. It's in Mark chapter 9 verse 23 Jesus was speaking to the, the the gentleman that wanted his son delivered and set free and and again I believe whatever Jesus speak is still good today yesterday and forevermore 
Because when his word goes forth, he, the scripture says it doesn't return void. And the word also declares that his word endures forever. You that know, means it lasts forever. And we talked about this a little bit yesterday that people will say, well, that was just for then. It that endures just, forever. That was just for the apostolic The word time. of God endures forever. That was just for Jesus was walking the earth. Forever. Remember, yours is the kingdom and the glory forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. So, so You know, and then when Peter and John pray for the man that's by the side of the road, they don't say, you know, well, that healing, that was just for when Jesus was here. Oh, he's gone now. He, he so was over, we're, man. We're all done. Uh, you need, we say you need 50 cent. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. No, they didn't say that. They say silver and gold. We have not. But what we have, ooh, we have the truth of the word of God in our hearts. And out of the abundance of our hearts, we're going to speak and we're going to give that to you. In the name of Jesus, get up. Stand up and walk. Here it is right there. They, Jesus was the sample son. They were imitating the son because the son was imitating the father. They was disciples. They were learners. They was doing what, oh, they wasn't just hearers of the word only. They actually started demonstrating it, doing it. Yeah. So look what he tells this man in Mark 9.23. Jesus said to him, if you can believe. See, that's the thing right there, believing. All things are possible to him who believes. Now, that's a truth. And I was listening that's to somebody today. Yeah. You're going to believe something. And here's the thing. What we believe, we believe. Whether it's true or not, we're going to believe what we believe, and nobody can't tell us we're not right because we believe that. And God says, yes, I understand that. But when you come into the kingdom, please be transformed by the renewing of your mind. In, in Ephesians, it says, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. He wants you to believe something else. You say, yeah, you believe that previous. Believe this now. Believe the gospel. Since you've got a believer working on the inside of you, just start believing this. And the way you can start believing this is, meditating on it day and night, just like you meditate on all them bills that come to your house, all those things that you can worry about. He says, no, place your focus and your thoughts on me. And me and my word are like wet and water. You can't separate us. We're one. And then when you do that, I'm going to reveal some things to you. I'm going to reveal to you how do you, you can endure this trial, this tribulation, and come out without a stain. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego they went in the fiery furnace. They didn't come out smelling like smoke. Clothes weren't even burnt. Daniel went in the lines because these guys meditated on the word of God. They actually believed the word of God. If you do put us in there, we still ain't going to bow down. And they went in. Daniel went in and was petting the lion. So that's, what, that's who we are, folks, and we just have to believe that. And again, this broadcast is designed to ignite one's faith on fire. And as the Lord gives it to us, just like Peter and them said, freely we receive we're just going to give it out. We're going to give it out. That spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. We're going to give it out. We're going to give it out. And this one key to the kingdom, biblical meditation. you got to meditate on that word day and night. Concerning any situation, there's not one part of our life that God's not concerned with. And he's made provision for it. Every solution, every problem, every for every problem in the world, on the earth, God has a solution for it. Yeah, he has a solution. He said, just remember, seek ye first the kingdom. He's like, seek my way. Oh, one of his ways is meditation. Seek ye first the kingdom and all these things will be added to you. I'll give you the wisdom to solve the national debt uh, issue in your nation. Come to me. I ain't heard no politician say, well, let's go and ask the Lord how to get out of, from, under, uh, out of all this debt. They always trying to figure it out on their own. 
And that's what and that's what we do. We try to figure it out on our own. And it's I not have, just politicians. It's it's everybody. It's everybody. I just use them as you know the head on down. Well, they don't even say, hey, let's pray about this national debt issue. Every new year, we're going to pray and, and give our debt to the Lord and ask them how to get us out. You don't hear no politicians saying that, you know, because they don't believe. And then, because they don't say it, and then you're watching the news every day, you'd put more faith in them and then your God. So now you don't believe because you ain't saw your leadership do it. Everything rises and it falls is kind on of leadership. When you yeah, say that, I know it that is. That's people a revelation. put more faith in the politicians. They put more faith in the president. They put more faith in the Senate. They put more faith in the House. They put more faith in the UN. And those people don't put no faith in God. God. That's what I mean, they put now, more faith in now, people than okay, they do God. Now that's what he means when he says in Psalms one, "Who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly?" Because we got a lot of ungodly politicians, well, we, we but we're listening to them. We have ungodly family members. We have ungodly friends. Right. We have ungodly people. And, and know, we're walking people, in their counsel. Right. Instead um, of God's counsel. You know, and, and people will have, they'll be having a problem with their spouse. They'll be having a problem with their kid. They'll be having a problem with someone. Who do they go talk to? They don't ask God. They don't look and see what, what does God have to say about it. They go ask 20 of their friends. And mm. whether they're believers or not, you get 20 different opinions. And then they don't always well, have to do with what God you, says. You know who that reminds me of? Job. When he was going through his thing. Well, see, the thing about Job, though, at least in his defense, I don't think he went to them. I think they well, 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 same thing. Same, well, they still going to come to you today. Well, same thing. I'm just mean he was getting ungodly counsel until he came to his senses and he declared this. I know my Redeemer lives. And, and we got to remember back. We have an adversary called the devil. And even with Job, in Job chapter 1, God came to Satan and said, Have you considered my servant Job? Yeah, he's saying that about some other. Have you considered my servant Vince? I bet you do this to Vince and do that to him, incarcerate one of his family members close to him. I bet you he'll curse you. God said, no, I know him. I know him better than you, Satan. He said, I'm going to let you do that to him. You just can't kill him. And we know the whole story of Joel. Everything. Joel's wife said it. Honey, won't you just curse God and die? And Joel said, woman, you must be foolish because I know my Redeemer lives. And that's the attitude. You have to know, and you're going to get that revelation as you meditate on God's word. I'm reminded of uh, what Jesus asked Peter. He said, Peter, who do men say that I am? Who do men say I am? Peter starts saying, well, some say this, some say that. Some say the prophet. Some say Elijah. Some say John the Baptist. Well, good, that's cool. He said, but who do you say I am? And Peter said, well... I say, thou art the Christ. And then Jesus replied and says, flesh and blood has not revealed. That's what we get revelation at. Revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven has revealed this to you. So that tells me right there, God, our Father in heaven, he wants to reveal some things to us. And all we have to do is focus on him. So Peter was saying, all these other people say it is. He said, well, who you say I am? I say you are the Christ. Yeah, he said, flesh and blood ain't revealed this to you. You didn't get this from going to a university. You didn't get this from going to seminary. You you got a one-on-one. The Father just downloaded to you who I am. And he also did that to me, Peter. He downloaded to me that I am the Christ. <laughs> yeah, I'm his beloved son in whom he is well pleased. Right. And we're not saying anything against education. No, 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 but not at real all. real revelation about who God is and what he wants is going to come to you through the power of the Holy Spirit. Right, right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Especially a secular one. Now, I can see if it's a Christian university that teaches biblical principles, principles of the kingdom. 
Yes, you'll, and, and that's what God wants. He's not, God's not opposed to education. He just wants you to have some revelation with the education. Right. He's not opposed to it because you got to learn things. I got to learn how to be a mechanic if that's what I desire to do. I got to learn how to, yes, the Holy Spirit will teach me things at an accelerated rate, but I still got to go read the manual. Right. And and yeah. the revelation you're going to get about God and who he is and what he's going to do in your life and how he wants to lead you is going to come from his word, right. not from a tech manual or anything. Right. Else. You know, you were talking earlier about um, counsel. Job got counsel from his friends. Um, and we talked, you know, I don't know, it's probably been about a month ago. Since we started doing this show, my wife has had a blood infection that put her into the hospital. My sister has had stage four ovarian cancer, and they've started doing chemo on her. Thank the Lord the, the tumor has already begun to shrink. Praise um, the Lord. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just incredible how much it has shrunk. And then my sister-in-law had a brain tumor. And praise the Lord that that all turned out exactly right. But I had one family member say to me, you know, I think this is because of that show you're doing with Pastor Vince. And I said, well, you may be right, because all this started about the time right, that we started doing it. And she said to me, you probably ought to think about expanding the show, because if the devil hates it this much, it must be doing something good. Another family member said to me, you know, if it was that show, what do you think about maybe you ought to quit doing the show? Well, what the scripture says, all who desire to live godly will be persecuted. So there will, are two ways to look at what's happening. One is to say, you know what? If the well, devil hates it this bad, it's time to do well, some more. Well, or, man, maybe we ought to quit. I understand this. If you're not a threat to the kingdom of darkness, the devil's not coming after you with no affliction. Scripture says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver him out of all of them. So if you're not a threat to the kingdom of darkness, you have nothing to worry about. But if you are... It's a sign, if you are being persecuted or enduring affliction, it's a sign that you're advancing the kingdom. And that's what Paul said. Paul said when he was in chains, locked up in jail, a lot of his uh, supporters had abandoned him because they saw they was ashamed of his incarceration. But he said the ones that didn't, you guys understand that this has happened to me because I'm a threat to the kingdom of darkness. And, and that's what we have to know as believers. That's why the scripture, God desires us to be strong in him and in the power of his might. Because if you just look all throughout the scriptures, it's about God and people. And people enduring adversity, but coming out triumphantly. Because they had faith in God. You're going to still go through some stuff without, if you're not, coming against the kingdom of darkness. Because Jesus said, in this world, you will have trials and tribulations. I know ungodly people that, that bad things happen to. Well, you know, he doesn't say you might have. He and you will. you will. Yeah. But yes, you're right. But when you step out to do something major for God, the enemy's going to throw everything at you because he wants to abort that. He don't want people well, to he hear. Hates it. Yeah, he, he don't want people to hear the God. truth. He wants to keep them in darkness. And I understand this. The only thing that can get rid of darkness is light. And we're called to be the light of the world. And we're bringing light through these radio airways because we're bringing forth the uncompromised word of God. We're, we're bringing it in love. And, and we're giving you scripture references. And we're, we're igniting people's faith on and, fire. And, you know, you talk <laughs> about that. We're not sitting here trying to make people feel bad. If you don't read your Bible every day, we're not trying to make you feel bad. What we're trying to make you understand is that you need to not 
so you'll feel bad about mm-hmm. it or anything else, but to to have your faith ignited on fire so that you realize, you know what? This is the way that God wants me to live. This is when I understand his word, he will lead me and guide me in every truth and he will lead me and guide me to success in the things that he has called me to do so that we don't beat people up with, man, you're not reading your Bible enough, man, you're not reading your Bible enough, but to encourage people to realize that it's for our own sake that God wants but us to read But not only that, you mentioned uh, salt and light. And over in Romans 8, I believe, it says the whole world is waiting for the manifestations of the, the sons of God. Groaning. Yeah, and the man- sons doesn't mean gender. It's mature offspring. The earth is waiting on us. God deliberately plants the righteous among the wicked. There, he's, there, the whole world is just waiting on us to, to let our light so shine, to demonstrate the glory of God. The scripture says over in Corinthians about being transformed. It says we're going to be transformed into his image, into the glory of the Lord. And you know what? Yeah, that it's glory. It's the whole world waiting. It's our family waiting. Well, they're part of the world. But I mean, it's our right. family is waiting for us to be the person that God wants. Right. Our, our workplace is waiting for us. Our you, church right. is waiting. Everybody's wherever the, you are. It's waiting for us. And here's to the be deal, Richard. You know what? I, I I got a greater revelation of what Paul meant when he said, "I'm not ashamed of the gospel." When you start getting that attitude, because I, I go out, I'm a, I, I claim I'm the original street pastor. I'm all about. I'm everywhere. I'm in the low places, the high places. I'm with county, government, city officials. I'm in the hoods of our city. I'm everywhere. But you know what? My message is still the same, and it's in love. I'm not out just preachy, 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 but I, I'm just letting my light so shine. And you know what? People actually want that. They want some salt on their food, Richard. They want some light in their day, and and, and they they're not opposed to it. I heard somebody say people not people are not opposed to God. They just don't like church folks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they don't like religious folks. Yeah, I'm gonna say religious folks. And and that's all we have to do. Once you're built up in the truth, Jesus said you, the truth sets people free. So once the truth is grounded and rooted in you, the truth is also the love of God. Once that's grounded and rooted in you, you can go make differences in people's lives, any people. There's some people of different religious backgrounds. They see me all the time. And they say, hey, pastor, hey, preacher, man. And I'm looking at them. I know they're Muslim or something. And I'm like, wow. Impacting them in some degree because they're they're reverencing me as a man of God, a Christian. And again, I never went in there preaching to them. I just let my light shine. Paul said, "Be all things to all people," and you could do that. And that's what Jesus was a master in, being all things to all people, because he knew what he knew what his assignment was to seek and save those who were lost. To reconcile and redeem mankind back to the Father. Yeah, Jesus never said, "You know what? I can't talk to them." No, he didn't. They're, he never they're too that. bad. They're mm-hmm. they're too far gone. I can't talk to them. I, you know who I am. I'm the son of God. I can't be talking to those people. I'm better than them. I oh, know. Yeah, he never church people. You know, church folk. Good church. You folk. know what? I hear the people thing, say that too right? about church folk. Well, I'm, but I know good church folk that say, you know, I really can't. I shouldn't be talking to them because I know they got a lot of issues. I know they got a lot of problems. So I really. But you're the salt of the earth. You're the light of the world. The whole earth is yeah, waiting, groaning might for see you. Me talking to them and think I gone bad too. No, you're seeing that's the lie of see, the devil. That's a lot of Christians. That's the lie of the devil. Though. Oh, I gotta tell. I gotta tell this. How much time we got? I got a quick we, testimony. I was uh, I was down the street from this particular uh, congregation, this church building, but. Two doors down was a young man. He happened 
his occupation was drug dealer. And, you know, I'm all, all things to all people. So I'm going down talking to him. And I'm yeah, talking. but you're from the hood, so you could do it no, safely. No, no but this was uh, this is what happened the rest of the story. I'm just talking to him about coming to church and talking to him about things of God. But somebody else came out the church building two doors down and saw me out there talking to him. They know I'm a pastor. So now, guess what the rumor was? They started. You're buying drugs. I'm buying drugs. <laughs> Why well, couldn't be ministering to the guy? Which was the truth. But it's like you see, he was down you there talking pray to him. For Pastor Vince, he was down there getting drugs. Yeah. yeah. Why well, couldn't just be talking to him in love about about God? But you know, this seeking I, saving those who are lost. That goes back to all kinds of things, though, about judging and all well, kinds. But this of is things. church. This is a person in the church said that he's. That's what I mean, out though. There. People in the church are the best judges. Right. Hey, I, mean, I was like tripping on that. I was like, wow, I know what the truth was. And that's the thing. I knew what the truth was. The young man knew what the truth was. And God knew what the truth was. So I, I was good with that. But for him to go back and say that, just judge and assume, I was like, wow. And that told me, you don't, you don't know, not so know Christ. If that's see, what that's why thinking. a lot of people are scared to talk to people, though, because what mm. if, what are other people going to so, think? So he told me he right next door to the guy, but he never took the time to go minister to him. Yeah, that's because his, that was his congregation. Might, other people might think what, it you, ain't what, they, what they, they thought it, about you. Remember, here's another thing. is you meditate on the Word of God, you're going to come across a scripture sometime uh, that says not to be a man pleaser, but to be a God pleaser. Scripture says in uh, Corinthians, Colossians, fully pleasing him. That's God. You know, we're supposed to be fully pleasing him. Well, and what was Jesus' assignment? To seek and save those who are lost. He said we're co-laborers with him. He said the harvest is always plentiful, but the workers are free. I guess they are free if these cats don't want to get out their buildings and do nothing. But yeah, I guess they are free. <laughs> it's scary free. out of that building. Yeah, yeah, it's scary out of that building. Huh? There's a lot of wolves out there, huh? You know, I, I read yeah. somewhere, and it's been years ago, it was talking about we're to be fishers of men. When you building. catch fish, it gets kind of messy. Yeah, it's we messy. want to catch our fish already clean, filleted and everything. <laughs> you huh? know, we we, we don't dress them up, put them right in the skillet. We want to go down to Safeway and get them already all yeah, dressed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, that's kind of how we want to catch our fish in well, the world well, I too. Tell we people, want to clean. I tell people all the time, ministry is nasty, and I, I, I use. You're going to run into people with all kinds of problems. I say this jokingly. You know, every Sunday after our service, my wife and I we come home smelling like weed and alcohol. You know why? Because we didn't hugged everybody you leaving. smoking and drinking in the car on the way home. No, no. Why? We've been hugged everybody that came through our building. Ministry is messy. You ain't going to get everybody looking good and smelling like you coming in there. No, well, and, and you shouldn't. You and you shouldn't. No, but there are a lot of Christians that do because they only want to talk to good Christian people. Right. No, no, no. I, I, I think I told We want to talk to the drug dealer, the prostitute, ago. the tax collector. We want to talk to all the downtrodden because my Bible tells me that Jesus died for the ungodly. See, I, t I think I told you a couple months ago, somebody said to me, man, I, it must be nice to be a pastor because you only have to deal with people that don't have any problems. You're only go dealing with good church folk that don't have any problems. And I'm thinking... Well, you do at your church, know, right? I don't oh, know just what <laughs> they're talking about because... I thought that was your that, church. That's all... The, that's all you, Everybody's got problems. It doesn't matter who they are. Everybody's got problems. Right. And, and we see the, people are supposed to be out helping people with problems. You know that's, that's where we're at. Richard, I said this yesterday in way. our service, and, and I, I said it. I'm always saying things out of a spirit of love. I just admonish the older women. The Bible says the older women are to teach the younger women how to be ladies and women of God. That's their responsibility, biblically. Not to judge them and just right, 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 right. Them. But but I say it now, and I say now, you guys look around. 
older women and, and ask yourself, are you an, a godly example to the young women in the church? Don't say nothing. Just look, just take a couple minutes and think about it. And we, I'm going to get back into the message. And again, the Bible has instruction for the way we're supposed to do things. We're supposed to be building up people. And again, if you meditate on the word day and night, you're going to find out what you're called to do. You're called to build up, not tear down people. The scripture says he wants us to build up the ruined places. Jesus, no wonder God placed him with a carpenter, Joseph. Carpenters rebuild things. Yeah, they build things up. They don't basically tear stuff down. They build them up. And Jesus was the carpenter's son, remember? Yeah, so he built us up. We were heading to sin, and he built us up towards now we're now we're heaven bound. Yeah, our name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and that's where we're heading. And again, as we meditate on the Word of God, we'll really find out who we are, what we have, and what we can do, and where we are positionally. Positionally, Scripture says we are seated at the right hand. We're seated with Christ in heavenly places. We're seated. Well, see, I think a couple of days ago you're we talking about the fact that when God looks at us, he sees Jesus' righteousness. Mm -hmm. So my position before God is perfection. Always. Now, my mm -hmm. condition here on earth is I'm not perfect yet. Right. Anybody that doesn't believe that can go ask my wife. She will tell you that I'm oh, not perfect Oh, mine will too. Yet. She'll hurry up. <laughs> right? See, so I'm not Glad perfect. you're in Christ, huh? My condition is not that I'm perfect, but my position, position. before God is that well, I am Well, because you're always in Christ Jesus. Right. So when he looks at me... He, he sees Jesus sees first. That's what he sees. <laughs> mm -hmm. You might look at me and see my imperfections, but when God looks at me, he sees me as perfect. And guess what he what told Jesus us, Richard? Died. He told us over in Corinthians, just before he says we're, we're ambassadors for Christ, he said, know ye no man after the flesh. Meaning now that you're a new creation, I want you to see people like I see them. And God so loved the world. It didn't say he so hated the world. He says, see people like I see. Actually, he goes to say, see things like I see them. Why did God give his son so that we could be saved? Not so we'd be lost. Not so we'd be condemned. He gave his son so that we would be saved. And Jesus actually said in John 3, 17, he said, I didn't come into the world to condemn it. I came to save it. So I don't know where this message of condemnation came from. Well, I know it came from the pit of hell. But it didn't come from heaven. Well, see, the devil wants us to believe we're condemned. Right. There's well, no well, Scripture us. says there's going to be some some sheaves, some wolves in sheaves' clothing. But I so, mean, they were sent by the devil. The right. devil wants us to believe that we're condemned, that there's no hope for us. There's no condemnation for those we, who are in Christ if we Jesus. We believe that we're condemned. We'll never turn to God. We'll never ask for salvation. We'll never ask for forgiveness because we just believe that there's no hope. But check this out, Richard. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, Amen who walk that. not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And we're walking by the spirit, and that's walking by faith. And that's going to do it for this episode of Faith on Fire. We're out of time, but we're definitely not out of faith. We're going to remind you as you go through this week, keep walking by faith. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. 
Please join us next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.